0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode two of the Local Honey Podcast. In today's episode, I'm basically just going to be reading what's on our About page on our website. So if you're interested in reading along or just seeing the visual piece, please do head over to the Local Honey Project. forward slash about. Um, This is just, I suppose, an option for those who um, find it a bit easier to just listen in while you're doing something else. So without further ado, I'm going to get straight into it. From as young as the age of 11, I remember telling my parents I wanted to go to art college, study fashion design and move to London. 13 years later, and I can say I've done exactly that. I was always praised by how lucky I was. I knew the exact direction I needed to follow in order to chase the career of my dreams. It's true. Goals are much easier to achieve if you know what you want. But what if when you get there, it wasn't anything like you had imagined? What if you find yourself frustrated, disturbed, and somewhat ashamed about the contributions you were making to an industry which supported endless practices of complex environmental and social issues behind closed doors? What if, whilst in Cambodia during a backpacking trip ac- across Southeast Asia in 2017, you witnessed masses of garment workers on their daily commute to work, packed into the back of a cage trailers with their arms and legs dangling through bars which kept them packed close like farm animals? I suffered literal sleepless nights on a rolling basis. Honestly, I had never known anxiety like it. I felt trapped. I wanted out but I had bills to pay and a lifestyle to maintain. I kept myself sane by taking extra care of my mind and body, eating well, moving more and educating myself about some of the environmental and social injustices within the industry. I work in the third sector now and although it may sound dramatic I find peace and I sleep better. Now more than ever, it seems people are shouting about climate change from every angle, what with Extinction Rebellion, who literally shut down London in October, Greta Thunberg, the 17-year-old environmental activist, and the legendary David Attenborough, who has been harping on about this stuff for decades. They've been praised and criticised by many, the Daily Mail famously dubbing activists from Extinction Rebellion as eco-terrorists. Whatever society thinks, it's hard to argue that at the core of their message to save human and natural existence as we know it, these people feel it their duty to practice non-violent civil disobedience in an attempt to compel government action. Because when else have we listened? In 2019, the UN announced that we have 12 years to prevent irreversible damage to climate. In the past 18 months, the planet has suffered just from the top of my head, the deadly Amazonian fires, Australian bushfires, and now, as I type, we find ourselves in the midst of a global pandemic. Our economies have been shut down around the world, our towns are empty and we spent six weeks unable to see friends, family slash loved ones, not to mention the tens of thousands of deaths nationwide. What's most shocking is that experts have been predicting these environmental and social catastrophes for years, yet our business as usual existence persisted, fueled by a capitalist spirit. As Kenneth Boulding once suggested, anybody who thinks we can have infinite growth on a finite planet is either a madman or an economist. I couldn't help but think about that one. Although controversial, and I digress slightly, I personally cannot be convinced that the pandemic was created in a lab who have confirmed that the virus developed from bats, which were one of the many species contained in the wildlife market where the virus is believed to have originated. Yet, I've heard many people promote conspiracy over science. Sadly for me, this was confirmation of just how disconnected we are as a society from natural life. Thinking about it, it almost seems like an easier and more convenient explanation to blame the development of a global rampant killer on humans of race acting with intent. Biological warfare, so I've been told. Well, I'm not convinced. Unnatural displays of consumption have been encouraged, practiced and normalized on a global scale today more than ever. For me, it doesn't seem so unbelievable that this deadly virus in- it originated in a space which demonstrated a totally unnatural means of consumption, such as the wildlife market in Wuhan. After countless natural disasters, and with still so many to come, and numerous warnings from experts that we are well en route to human extinction if we don't change our ways. Sorry, by the way, to instigate any eco-anxiety. It's hard to know if people don't want to act upon the years of mistreatment we have inflicted upon the planet and other human life because we're not well-educated enough on the subject, or because we collectively don't care enough, which is also a very sad possibility. What I do know is that I didn't know enough. I don't know enough, but I'm willing to learn and practice more. I'm definitely not perfect and I didn't always consider the impact of my existence. Neither did I or do I consider the environmental and social impact of my own consumption. It took for me to follow my dreams, to become a fashion designer, to inspire me to read more, listen more and think more and educate myself more about our true reality. We're all responsible, we can all do better and what's really magic about being human is our ability to instigate change. The Local Honey Project is a space for all things relating to the practice of being a functional human while making gentle efforts to be kind and considerate towards our surrounding environment and communities. I felt selfishly obligated to create this space to share ways in which we can live kinder, less environmentally impactful lives and provide somewhat educational content on our current crisis. Drawing from my own experiences and in order to provide me with some structure to the blog, The project will focus on six contributing elements which make up what I understand as the practice of care for the self and your surroundings. Nourish, nurture, resource, refuel, love and kindness. At the core of the Local Honey project, I'm hoping I can inspire a few to support local, buy less and breathe more, all in the name of actively taking care of yourself and the planet. So that is it, folks. Thank you so much for listening. Um, This was just, I suppose, a short introduction to what the Local Honey Project is about, um, why I've started it, and where I kind of see it going. Thank you again so much for listening. Please do stay tuned for our next post. I've got a really exciting interview lined up, um, which I know you're going to love. I think it's going to be really interesting. So please do subscribe and stay tuned for that.